Welcome to the Sports Epreneur Podcast, the podcast where sports and entrepreneurship collide, a CatSource family production. In this episode, we discuss attending sporting events, storytelling, and kids in seats. This podcast exists in large part because of CatCM, the content marketing business inside CatSource Inc. So what does CatCM do? You know how many business leaders need help communicating their story? Well, that's what we do. Content creation and distribution for business leaders. This provides opportunities, relationships, and a platform for you and your business. Why do we do this? Because at CADCM, we exist to help business leaders build a meaningful legacy that is worth living and leaving. Learn more by visiting cadcm.com. Today, we speak with Ann Ledeman, Executive Director of Kids in Seats. Kids in Seats is a nonprofit organization that promotes achievement in disadvantaged youth by using event experiences as motivational tools to recognize and reward their academic achievement and positive social behavior. Anne's desire and passion to reach more at-risk children led her to form Kids in Seats in March 2017 with Ray Ann McLaughlin. At Sportsypreneur, we are partnering with Kids in Seats because we believe in their cause and we are excited to share their story with you. Let's not wait any longer. We welcome Anne Lademan. So Kids in Seats basically started from um, us seeing the unused seats in, in the venues and my partner, Ann and I noticed it and we decided, hey, we're gonna make a difference by getting these unused seats used and giving these underprivileged kids the opportunity. Well, we talked about it um, and then Ann got stage four cancer. So it kind of got put off a little bit um, and then she got cured and she got better and she's like, I have a second chance of life. I'm gonna make this happen. And I'm like, all right, let's do it, we can do it. So we already had some great New York connections being from New York and me living in Charlotte. We said, okay, we can do this. We're going to do Charlotte and we're going to do New York. And that's where we started. Um, and then we ventured out to the West Coast with LA, having contacts out there. And just through community and friends, now we're in Florida and now we're in Georgia and we're hoping to be with the Buffalo Bills. And we can work anywhere nationally. But our vision was for them to have the complete experience, not just the event, but the meal. So they go home and they're satisfied and they're hungry and maybe they have a foam finger or maybe they have a balloon and they remember why, why they have to keep working harder to get that goal and to be a better little student and be a better individual. And they got the event. That's how we started. It was pretty simple. It's just we said we could do it and we did it. Yeah. And now, you know, it's April and we've done over 30,000 tickets. Well, then I think everyone can contribute on a micro level with that, right? So if like you hear that story mm-hmm. and you're saying, I have, I see the same thing. I'm sitting there and there's no one in my row right. and I have a touching story and I want to see someone sit there. I want to be contribute to this. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it actually started from Rayanne. She was out at a Mets game and that's where it started. And she said, this is crazy. You know, there's empty seats. Why can we not fill them? Right. So we started doing it and here we are. Our goal in 2019, the end of 2019-2020, is to feed them at the venues they go to. Okay. So right now, say uh, we've done 1,900 tickets since Monday, none of those kids had a meal at the game. So how do you, is that raising money separately? That's raising money separately, we fundraise separately, and then we put 100% of that fundraising towards working with the food service vendors at the venues like Levy, Compass, right. Eurist, um, which will give us a discounted food card. Okay, um, right so they now, will get discounts. We'll get a discounted food card, which will give them a complete meal, not just a water bottle. Right. 
especially in the summer months for part of the Jones Beach concerts. Mm -hmm. These kids are going to the concerts, it's 110 degrees, yeah, and yeah. they can't even get a $6 bottle of right. water. And yeah. you can't bring anything in anymore. Right. So it's about the complete experience, not just the reward and recognition for positive behavior. We want yeah. them to go yeah. there yeah. and be happy. Yeah. When you go to a game, you want to sit down with your popcorn, your hot dog, right. your soda. You know, it's just part of the experience. We had a little girl. Yeah, yeah. We had a little girl that pictures up on our social media, and the teacher said that she was dead silent at the Yankee game. And he's like, "Are you cold? Are you hungry? What's the problem?" And she's like, "No, I just don't want to talk. I don't want to miss anything." Oh. She had never been to a baseball game before. That's so cool. You know, we're talking about seventeen-year-old kids. We're not talking yeah, yeah. about babies. Yeah. So. We're hoping that by the end of 2019 and definitely 2020, every kid's going to have that yeah. complete experience, not just right. the ticket experience. Is yeah. there a way to get in with like Airmark or the teams in general with vouchers? We're yeah. trying now. Okay. We're trying now. And that's it's hard to get in with them, oh, okay. um, get in with the right person. We're partnered with BSC Global at okay. the Barclay. So they're starting a program where when a regular customer pays for their meal, they have the option to round it up. So yep. if it's fifteen fifty, they can round it up to sixteen. They're doing that. I was like at Publix or Harris yeah. One. The one right. of them does it. I, yeah. Like, yeah, sure. Sure, whatever. <laughs> yeah. People say, yeah, sure, whatever. But right. hey, listen, every that's penny up. counts, and those pennies are going to add up, and then we can convert them together. Well, that's the thing too. It's like so. John might not have tickets, mm -hmm. but he might have ten dollars to give. So right. you know that that ten dollars, and I don't know how many. I get it. Some stadiums you go to, that's one hot dog a lot, right. which is right. ridiculous. Yeah. But. <laughs> Um, you could donate ten dollars. Ten dollars does go a long way. Does and if you have ten way. people donating ten dollars, everybody counts, and that's yeah. why the roundup program with the Barclay is going to be huge for us. Okay. Because then they'll convert them into food gift cards for kids, and you know easily when the A10 comes, they're now yeah. partnered with, and we do five thousand tickets. We don't have to say, okay, you right. get food, you don't get food. Right. You know, and they're looking at each other. You don't want anybody feeling that they're not as worthy as the next one. Yeah. What's that game day experience? You take a lot of, you create a lot of content around that and the kids eating or whatever that is. Yeah. They made a big deal like in Atlanta, the new stadium that they built, how the food is so cheap. So cheap. And that was, I was there. I took my, I went to see the Taylor Swift concert. I took my daughters and I just kept going to get, I'm like, this is amazing. I've never been in this stadium and it was like $6. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. I mean, even in Charlotte, when you go see the Charlotte Lights game, they've made it so affordable that it's enjoyable to bring a family more. Right. Yeah. And it's special. Like tonight, they were like promoting like $3 beer. $3 beers, like, which is going to get, you know, so many people in there. Oh, yeah. The checkers do a lot the of stuff. People aren't even watching the game. They're just eating and hanging out with exactly. friends. Right. Yeah, like, that's what a lot of people, like a lot of my friends were doing tonight. We're getting standing room tickets. Yeah, no one sits down. Standing room tickets are a great deal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like $9. Just $9. Yeah, yeah, you're in the stadium. Yeah. And then I think it's called Thirsty Thursday, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Thursday, Thursday, yeah. and uh, you know, for us, we're very lucky that we have great NFL connections, we have great yeah. MLB connections, NBA connections. We're just trying to raise awareness for people, the, the corporations, and the regular people. Hey, last minute, you can't go to a game, you electronically send over your ticket, we give you a tax deduction for the value of the ticket, and you've just given a kid an experience that they have never gotten before. Right. It's life-changing. And it's a win-win because the stadium doesn't want an empty seat. Mm -hmm. The stadium wants a seat filled. Right. So how do they think, so like you have StubHub and SeatGeek mm -hmm. and these mm -hmm. companies where it's like, okay, so you can't go. The ticket costs you $100. You can sell it for 120 bucks or 80 bucks, whatever. You're getting something back. Maybe right. you're making, maybe you're not taking such a big loss. 
there's a different type of person, right? Or it's a mix of that person. Say, I'll sell some of them and I'll give some of them away. How are you seeing that play out? Does StubHub and have you talked to Ticket? Who would you talk? Ticketmaster? We talk to Ticketmaster. Okay, because they have their um, exchange. They have their exchange. But you find, I found, we found over the years that people want that feel good feeling. Yeah. So maybe they're not going to buy the whole Mets season, but when they're being sold the season and they're told that, hey, if you can't make the send a family member or you're using it for business to promote business, hey, you can send kids in need to this game yeah. and then get the tax deduction for that portion of what you purchased. Yeah. And that makes a difference for them to buy the whole season. Sure. So we found that, you know, with the Buccaneers, we found that with the Mets, with the Yankees, with the Jets, with the Giants, it really helps promote their sale yeah. of the game. Okay. What we're looking for, like I said, is to give them a complete experience. So they go there and they're not just watching the game, they're also seeing, hey, this is what popcorn at a baseball mm -hmm. game is like. This is what a soda right. or a hot dog It's in the song, you know, right. Cracker Jack. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's. Yeah. Yeah. How can they sing that without Cracker Jack? It's right. Yeah, it's the ball game. Come right. on. Right. So we want them, you know, to have the complete experience. I mean, we, when we started off doing this, we were so excited just to get the tickets. And then what happened was my partner was at Jones Beach at a concert, and one of the agencies texted her and said, the kids are just so hot, yeah. and we don't have money to give them water. Well, luckily she was there, and she went and she bought water. She's got it. And she got it. But we realized they're not getting the complete Yeah. Water. They're not getting what they need. They should be mm -hmm. fed, they should be hydrated, mm -hmm. and they should leave happy. So you need people making donations aside from right. just the tickets. You and 100% of those donations are going to go towards those gift cards. Right. Obviously, we can't hand out cash and say, here, you get 15. You get vouchers yeah. or something, right? But we're going to hand out gift cards, food gift, gift cards, cards from the Indian Arab Harbor Eurist or Compass. Okay. Do they get memorabilia? So do they get like a pennant? Do they get a baseball? Do they? I mean, now it's they another. Get, yep, they do. They do. Uh, Mark Simone from Coyote Promotions. Okay. He does a lot of the teams. Bobbleheads. Oh, more. cool. So they get a lot of... Because then it lives after the game. It lives you get to look at that moment. Right. Like and this. you want them to look back and say, okay, I earned that. You know, somebody out there cares about me and I'm not alone. Yeah. You know, I have somebody who, you know, knows I can do better and I am going to do better and I am going to look at that bobblehead and remember the memory yeah, of yeah. the game. Yeah. So Mark's been really instrumental in saying, hey... You know, I've got an extra 50 Highlander bobbleheads, you know. Yeah. Uh, Matt Barzell gave, he's, we did Yeah, yeah, I saw, he's got him. a ton of Yeah, we did 53 meet and greets with him this year, which was so fantastic. Yeah. On the Islanders, I know. That's almost every game. It's almost every game, yeah. And we were cool to get to his, see, that's the kind of thing, like, does he have his story out there? Does he talk about why he does that? Um, he, he just, he hasn't yet, but he said after the season, he's willing to. Yeah. So we're letting him get the playoffs. They have a good year going. They have yeah. a great year going. And it's so nice because they're back at Nassau Coliseum, mm -hmm. yeah. which is where they started. There's so many games and so many opportunities to go. Yeah. So That's a part because people are always giving tickets. So yeah, like, they're not going to go to every game. Yeah. Yeah. What do you go to in Charlotte? Anything? Um, sometimes. I mean, I haven't gone as much. I've no. gone less to games over the last couple, few to. years because mm -hmm. it's just like my kids enjoy it. So I'll take them. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'll go 
I'll go out of town, so I'll go to Columbus, Ohio right. State, I'll go to Buffalo now and then, but they've been so bad, so it's just like, am I really going to make a trip? It's expensive. You stay with your team when they're family. Yeah. No, no, you do, I, but it's like, do I need to go fly up there? That's it. I can watch them lose on TV. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm with you on that. But the kids are also, my kids are playing sports, so we're busy in business. Um, my son plays soccer. Right. My daughter's dancing, and my youngest, um, she does dancing and drama, and my youngest is just playing every sport. She's, dab- she's younger. She's seven, so she's dabbling. Yeah, we got that. They got to figure it out. Push lacrosse. But they love it. You know what? We're playing lacrosse. Yeah. She's playing it. She's and playing uh, no, she, I mean she's just playing. Oh, she's like she's playing. just hanging out. Like yeah. she, yeah. So she loves that. Yeah. So she's gonna. Um, but she got into it like NBA, larger than life players. You know, and she yeah. knows them all. That's cool. So she talks about it, and that's fun. And so I could see it, like, if she shows up and Joel Embiid's there, you'd be like, oh, my God, I can't believe it, you know. Yeah. So always laugh because she's short and he's so tall, yeah, anyway, so. Yeah, we had that at uh, All-Star Weekend. You know, I thought the whole weekend, I was like, hi, how are you? Nice yeah, to meet you, you yeah. know. It was a great, it was good for Charlotte. It was really good for the city. But that's it. It is that experience. And I've told you the stories of, like, taking my son to games, mm-hmm. and we still go, and we, we want to go to, like, more special events like right. go to some big places yeah. um, the first game he was ever at we were at a wedding in Colorado so we went to Coors Field he slept half, through half of it he was like less than one he's a Rockies fan wow. because of that because of moment that, yeah. he's always been a Rock. he doesn't know tons about it but right. he's a Rockies fan he, he truly is yeah. and that's yeah. pretty and it's because he was at that one game and he sees pictures at Coors Field and it's such an awesome place and the whole thing and so it's just like let's it's go back there you can give them that opportunity yeah. Not just like you live in Charlotte. You he's a Bills fan, and so I'm like, why do you like these teams? And he's never lived in Buffalo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, why do you? Why do you don't have to root for this team? Like, don't do this to yourself. Same thing. Uh, he was born in Buffalo, and then he moved to California when he turned yeah. 16. But his kids, his grandkids, I thought it was the cutest thing. They're all Buffalo fans. I'm like, yeah. you guys have not left LA. Yeah. How can you be a Buffalo fan? For it's me? just something. Yeah. But you're here and like he gets behind the Panthers oh. a little bit, but not like Hornets not maybe, it, but like yeah. there's no I mean that's a problem. It's not deep and it's I don't know if they get deep rooted because you can you can in generations, mm-hmm. but not if John has a kid and his kids are born with a Jets jersey on. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So yeah, it's yeah. like, I right. don't know, do you become a Panther fan? Right, because, like you said, if he had a baby, when he had a baby, I'll buy him a Jets right. one. Yeah. Right. I wouldn't think to buy a Panther. Yeah. Maybe now I would now that Eric said Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. what should I do? Buy both. Buy both, that's it. No, but that's it. I mean, you let them decide in a way, but then they just take on. Like, he's just, mm-hmm. like, he goes, he's a diehard Ohio State fan. Mm-hmm. Diehard. Those fans are they're nuts, and he just. But he, we go to games, and he goes with his grandparents, and they went to. That's where they met. So here's the stories, and we all watch games together, and it's like, how could you not get involved yeah. with that? I like that. I mean, my dog's the Eli Manning. That's it. But there's a, you know, there's. It's just like we talk. I asked John, so yeah, he saw his article. Like, why are you a Jets and Mets fan? I think that people have. If you're really into sports, there's reasons as to why you're. You could be born in the city, I get it, but there's more to it. You had an uncle who took you to the game, or you had a Shane, isn't really a big, he's not here now. He's not a huge sports fan, but his dad was a Steelers fan. And when you talk to him, his dad died a few years ago, and he talks about it, and it's just like, the Steelers are a part of him. So when someone asks, why do you have a Steelers dartboard here? Who's a Steelers fan? There's a story behind that. Yeah, That's what is. it's about. Mm-hmm. And it's no different than these kids that come up, and they end up going to the Hornets game, and they become a diehard Hornets fan. 
that's what like why would you have empty seats in that stadium? Oh, yeah. Why don't you get kids there? Because nobody gives a crap about the Hornets. There's no one talking. We, we right? When we at a bar, yeah. We're at that night. There's games everywhere. Nothing crazy. It's college football, this and that. And there was a Hornets game on, and they weren't even on TV. And they were playing the Lakers. It was, a big, it was the biggest game. They were playing <laughs> the, Lakers, the Lakers, and the game was not on at the bar. And this in Charlotte, seven <laughs> minutes away from the arena. Yeah. yeah. Could you imagine being in New York and yeah. it just it doesn't happen? Yeah. That's it. Yeah. We We're not putting the other game on. Though, that bring back the buzz, you know, one of these marketing fellows that mm-hmm. I'm friends with, he brought back bring back the buzz, you know, mm-hmm. to bring back the name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they do, you know, at the young brewery, they do, you know, they if go they're out. And they, yeah, they do yes. so much stuff just to promote the Hornets now. Um, and I think eventually, you know, it's going to bring back that, hopefully, that feeling of put it on on every TV mm-hmm. and everybody's going to be a Hornets fan and just fill the stadium. But yeah. until then, let's fill the stadium with kids who want to be there. Exactly. You know, we had a little girl, um, Jasmine, and they send, afterwards, they, we have them write a thank you, and they send a photo, if they are allowed to send photos, yes. depending on the situation. And the girl's just beaming. And I said, oh, that's so great. She got to experience the Hornets game, her first uh, basketball game. And the big brother said, she did, Anne, but it was her first escalator ride. Uh, that's what she was being. That was. Uh, I'm so like, funny. okay, well, listen, yeah. we'll take that. Whatever. You know, she's in eleventh grade. She had never been in the city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so living so Little close to like eighteen, mm-hmm. had never been in in Spectrum before. Yeah. So we're grateful for those seats that we get sure. from Spectrum, yeah. and we want everybody to know about us. And know all you have to do is electronically send over that ticket. We'll send you a tax deduction, and mm-hmm. we send it electronically to the schools and the kids yeah. are at the game. Bam. Yeah. So in Charlotte, in mm-hmm. general, um, how do you guys get the same kids there? Since you guys get a lot to get, how does that process work? Okay, so the process works very easily. Anybody who wants to participate with us signs, sends us an email. Our board has to approve them. We go and we meet with them, make sure that their mission aligns with our mission. Um, and then we enter them into our system and they're ready to get our daily updates and tickets available. Okay. So every day, um, when our tickets are entered in, an email blast goes out, hey, 50 tickets to the Hornets, 50 tickets to the Checkers, and then the tickets are allocated through through our website, and it's all done very fairly mm-hmm. and through the back end. So it sees if, if one school's getting claiming too many tickets and one hasn't gotten enough tickets, we make it fair where we say, okay, you have to get 50, now you have to get 50. And we okay. have many Title I schools, we have many agencies like the Relatives, Ada Jenkins Center, Power Cross, Big Brothers, Big Sisters. We spread it out evenly, okay. which is all done analytically from the back end. Okay. Keeps keeps the numbers fair. Now we have some situations where schools are saying, okay, we're working on a big program. In June, we're going to need 150 tickets. I'll reach out to the team and say, hey, is there any way we could do a group right. uh, event in June to get those kids to reach their goals? Right. And usually the teams are more than happy to give us you know, sections. Okay. But again, we're looking for the full experience mm-hmm. where they can go there and not just look around at other kids holding cotton candy yeah. popcorn yeah. and foam, foam fingers. We right. want them to feel like they're equal. Yep. You know, I never want anybody to go there and feel like they're fair when they're not equal. Yeah. That's our goal. Okay. Could you try, I don't even know if this is a possibility, but if you got 100 tickets and you took 10 of them and you worked with StubHub and you got a money for those 10 tickets, that be something they could do to send take that cash to use it for food for food we could 
I mean, I get it. You're then given those tickets aren't going to someone no, to sit down, no. but at least you're getting cash to turn that into. Yeah, we'd have to look into that. That'd be it. Yeah, I get it. That'd have to be a board decision. Right. Oh yeah, because also it's there's someone else's. If I wanted someone to sit in my ticket seat, but no one sat on my seat, it was used to buy food. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And we do have board members. But can it's like an add-on? So when I donate tickets, add-on ten dollars. Like yeah. you right. just hit a button. You click a button. Do you want to add ten dollars so your kid so the kid can eat too? That might be an or option. Five bucks, two right. bucks, whatever. You pick your dude. You, you, you look at it. it like my, you know, mm -hmm. my Dunkin' Donuts is a dollar seventy a morning. You know, I know what my IC costs. Yeah, right. But that might be a good back end option to add on. Do you want to add a meal? Is it, yeah. It's almost like when you go to a restaurant and they like that. They throw in the drinks mm -hmm. and the cookies at the end. I love that ending. I love that. I love anything for free. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You know, that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, that that makes sense. Especially My kids used to love to go to Harris Teeter get them. Yeah. I mean, that's I think a good if it's. Point. A, that's a good idea to add it on, yeah. donate, and donate a meal. Because I think they realize that the ticket is going to a kid who can't afford food. Anything. That's part of the problem. I don't think that the donors realize that they're not getting. That story needs to be meal. told. So yeah, add to the experience. Right. Did you know if they go to the game, they're going to have an amazing time? Right. But to add to that experience, you know. That would be something to put on there. Yeah, I'll look into that. Thank you. Yeah, and, and tell. I think if you just told, like, hey, John, thank you so. You know, it's hard. I get it because you're like, okay, now I, the tickets weren't enough, so and that's an issue. That. So you have to say it in the way. But I think if it's in like the story, so we were talking before, is like if you look at Instagram and Twitter, like telling more of those stories, sharing it, and engaging with people, I think leads to more. Then I think it's like you don't have to say it into them. You just it's here's a they here's the content. Yeah, share the link with them. Read this real quick. Mm -hmm. You know, okay. or they would see it in their feed if they're really. Yeah, because if the donor then sees, like I gave you guys, let's say I gave you guys four tickets for tonight's right. game. He then sees the four kids with three kids and a dad, right? Mm -hmm. And you know they have the cotton candy, whatever it is, and they're just having this beaming smile on their face. My first ever Brooklyn Nets game, and they're loving it. And like, if he sees that, that's what gives them the joy, right? And they're, then they'll donate yeah. more tickets. Right. And do it. Yeah, which is why we try to have the kids write a thank you, scan it over to the donor, and Got say. Oh, okay, yeah. so that goes directly to the donor. Directly to the donor. Yeah. You know, it's from time to time we put them on the website, we put them on yeah. the social media, um, but we primarily send them right to the donor. Okay. And keep track of that. Yeah, you get this little thing. You know, oh, yeah. It's, it's really, it really makes like what we do so good. Yeah. You know, when you get well, that. If you're into that, I totally. Mm -hmm. So what can we do? What you can do is spread the mission. Any way you can spread the mission to get us out there, yeah. to get people to know that we're out there and we're, it's easy to do. It's all electronic. You know, yeah. it's it, gone at the time. We were mailing thousands of tickets. Yeah. So when it all went electronic, I was like, Amen, Hallelujah. Yeah. Um, so what you can do is primarily spread the mission. Yep. And help us with corporate sponsorship. So okay. I don't have to write. Uh, if we had someone in mind that we said we need to talk to them, we got them interested and they want to would they meet with you then is that the, or someone on your team yeah okay. they meet with Rayanne our COO okay I mean if they're here Rayanne will come down if they're in New York Rayanne's there what if they're not in a city like you're not in are you in Columbus or Chicago or these different places what we happens? are we can be anywhere okay. we can work nationally so you don't care no I don't so you care. have White Sox tickets you're like okay doesn't matter okay. doesn't matter we just um, because we're 
became ALSD's Charity of the Year. Did you see that? I did on the website. Okay. So she, um, we will be at their forum in Chicago. Okay. Um, July 29th or June 29th or July 3rd. So any sponsorship we have, we're going to have on our, okay. on our marketing material. Do you have any large companies that we would know that do this that are? It's all private donors. Okay. Um, I'm thinking like, so we have an insurance, I, think you, I don't know if you saw the insurance company that we have. So we are an insurance, we started as an insurance brokerage company. Right. And what that means is we work with wealth advisors, insurance agents, property casualty agencies, mm-hmm. and we help them sell life insurance. Okay. And then at Bill, we saw the messaging was terrible, so we built, the, the sportsypreneur came about, and we built a marketing company on top of it. But mm-hmm. started as insurance, when I say insurance, it's like some of these insurance companies have the naming rights in Prudential Center, where is that, it's in, that was in Jersey, right? Or something like that. But anyway, Prudential's a client of ours, Protective. Like, they have tickets. Protective is in Jacksonville. So they do tickets to the Jaguars, I know. Right, we have the Jaguars. Yeah, so, like, would Protective have 100 seats to each game that they give to their employees? You know what I mean? Like, we could get, I don't know, like, we could start conversations with those people nationwide. It's huge in Columbus. Also find out where their philanthropic donations are going to. Yeah. Like, Nationwide owns all of Columbus, basically. Like... They have Ohio State, Blue Jackets, they're uh, probably Columbus Crew. So you do soccer as well? Okay. Yeah, we do. My my last board president owns the Charlotte Independence. I okay. don't know if you deal yep. with them at all. We don't. We don't, but okay. I just know, like, and then there's empty seats a lot of times in those, but mm-hmm. those are fun to go to. They make it for the kids. Yeah. Like Checkers, I feel, yeah. is very for the kids. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Checkers is for the kids, Charlotte Knights is for the kids, mm-hmm. Charlotte Hounds, Charlotte Independence. Yeah. That's what I love about our city. Well, you can go to the game and not spend a fortune, not be surrounded by drunk people, like Panthers and stuff, you know, all the fights that happen in the stadiums. Yeah. It's so family oriented, though. That's it's cool. fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're yeah. Going. Yeah, definitely. Let me know, though. Okay. okay. Work that out. I will. Yeah, no, I think there's a lot of connections. I mean, there's a lot mm-hmm. of different businesses that we work with that I know they have tickets. Mm-hmm. They just, they're always handing them out or whatever and if they knew there was a good cause behind what they were doing that they would at least have a con- that's what we always say yeah, yeah marketing is about setting up a conversation an opportunity I agree. now you might show up and you might tell a story and they'd be like i hate that story yeah. that's fine but we set up that opera we at least get it to a point where there might be an opportunity mm-hmm. there and you have enough of the like sales right you have enough yeah. opportunities eventually mm-hmm. someone's gonna Somebody's like gonna, it yeah. and they should pull on their heart strings mm-hmm. and that's what you want you want them to say you know what I'm, well, everybody says, I'm so busy, I, I'm overwhelmed, I can't do another thing. I don't want you to do another thing. Yeah. Don't do another just thing first. Yeah. Just hit click transfer. Yep. And you're going to give that child a life experience <clears throat> they never would have gotten before. Yep. And that sounds dramatic, but like you say, it's all about the memories. Yep. And maybe looking at that bobblehead or looking at that foam finger and then feeling good about them. Yep. So we can help them fill the stadium and help some kids, you know, achieve more and be mm-hmm. better little individuals. We're all about it. We're 18 and under. Okay. And they yeah. don't care, too, I don't think, as much about, like, the stake. Like, what's at stake in the game? Right. You know what I mean? Like, the Sabres guys, right now are a perfect example. Yeah. They are a disaster. Which team? The Buffalo Sabres. I mean, they're okay. just a total train wreck. And nobody, like, they're so sick and tired. They want to fire their coach. They're like, what are we doing here? We tanked for all these years. We still suck. But, like... No one's going to the games now, right. and they're diehard fans, and yeah. they've just been just so over it. And you're like, no one—they can't give tickets away. 
But kids would, so if I took my son and my daughter, she could care less. She, yeah. care less. she, she was so happy. Oh my God. Like, yeah, it's still awesome action and great players are still right. showing. They're still a good player, you know? So anyway, I think too, there's a market there to reach out to like, you can start targeting people in Buffalo, for example, mm-hmm. and give their tickets away. Yeah. Cause they Definitely. literally, I talked to friends and they have season tickets and they're like, I'm not going to the game tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? It is nuts. It's so crazy. Right. People, it's your whole, there's so many other, I think like, when I was growing up more, it was like, that's what you did. That was, right. now it's like, there's, I can just watch Netflix tonight. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right, I could work on my computer. I could right. get on my phone and watch 17 different games. Right. Yeah. Now it's like, right. like the ESPN Plus app, I hate ESPN for all these different reasons, but literally like on the weekends, I'll put the ES, you have four games going on your TV. I'm like, I don't need to go anywhere else. My husband does that. I'm like, seriously, can you focus on one thing? Yeah. Like, I'm like, I can't even look at it anymore. I love it. But I agree with you though. I think that'd be a great opportunity okay. for the kids. I'll get you a competition. Um, especially in that location, there's so many kids who would be. Oh, Charlotte Met, uh, Rec Center, we deal with Brandon Brockway, and I got there. Um, and we're doing like a little Easter egg hunt thing for the kids on the 20th. That's um, Mike Hollis. I know he doesn't watch, and some of these guys, like, we've talked to some former players, we're getting more conversations because mm-hmm. we want to hear their stories. Right. Not like the LeBron James of the world, but all these athletes have stories. Christian LeMay's story is crazy. Mike Hollis is a former kicker, so he was telling the story when he beat the Bills in Buffalo and he played for the Jaguars, and it was a playoff game. It was Jim Kelly's last game. He was the kicker that made the winning kick field goal. Nobody and it's like those kind of sort, but anyway, like he's connected with all these he people. Is. Like, do you want to give tickets away to kids? Mm-hmm. Like, he wants to help kids out. He's teaching kids how to kick, be a field goal kicker. You know, anyway. So yeah. those are conversations to have. Is I don't think they move the needle by themselves, but you add them right. up and they do. Yeah, yeah. every 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 little bit helps. Well, so like everyone who donates tickets has to be approved by the board. No. So every school. The big oh, organizations. Okay. So like if I if I have two tickets tonight, I can just, just put them in. Just click on, and say, yeah. donate, okay. boom. No, every school that wants to be gotcha. part of our program. Has so to like they have to be a certain kind. Of, like Weddington wouldn't fall in that. Be- they have kids, so like I know there's kids at those schools. Right. That's where they get their meals. Right. So they go on the big events. They have to pay a certain amount of money to cover some of the kids that would normally not be able to afford right. to go. And we're not saying Weddington, Valentine, you know, Lake Norman doesn't, but we go in and we make sure that they have a program that's specifically for our mission, helping. So like, they do wild, so the weddings in Wildcats, so they do Wildcat of the Week. Mm-hmm. If you win Wildcat of the Week, at the end of the year, they take you to a Knights game. Love Who's that. doing that? Who's paying for that? I don't know. Okay. They may be partnered with the Knights directly for that. Okay. I didn't know if that was something to do with you guys or no. not. No. But I mean, that's because that's anybody, so like any kid could go. Mm-hmm. Right, but they earned, they became a Wildcat for a reason. Yeah, they helped another student out. Really they, yeah, right. yeah. So we, we work with all schools just because they're in a better neighborhood <clears throat> doesn't mean that they don't have a program that would work for us. But you would want the kid that would normally not afford to be able to, okay. Right. We're really, we, we fall into a, a very special area because, you know, our kids don't have illnesses. Right. We do work with veteran families. Charlotte Bridge Home is one of the agencies that work with us. Okay. And, and our kids are underprivileged. They're underserved, they're at risk, they're food deprived, they fall into that category. Yeah. Which a lot of people are saying, oh, you're just giving them tickets because they're poor. Absolutely not. We're giving them tickets because they earn these tickets. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, we say reward recognition for positive behavior and improved behavior. Improving the community. and We work with the veterans' <clears throat> families, and a lot of those veterans' families, 
by the time they, they're so proud, by the time they come out and ask for help, they're in a really bad place. Right. So we love to work with the veterans' families as well. It was incredible chatting with Anne about her role in making a positive impact on today's youth. These stories from amazing people like Anne Lademan are what it's all about. We hope you enjoyed it. If you want to connect more, hit us up on Instagram at sportsepreneur. Thank you for listening to the Sports Epreneur podcast, the podcast where sports and entrepreneurship collide. Now go get it. <laughs>